0: Okay, so here we are with our recording started. Shvat. This is a countdown. We're within three days of. We are within three days of Roish Chodesh Adar. We can't wait for Adar to come, right? Mishenefas Adar Marvin We have an Ibriyar, which means we have sixty days. The Rebbe says sixty days means all negativity is butel, butel bashichim. It's nullified in the sixty times enormous mazel energy of Ada, so we can't wait. So, what are we doing in the science today? What we were saying yesterday was that until now, in our perspective on our Avim Sefaris, we are using it to keep from the negative. You're going to do something wrong. Oh, I don't want to be disconnected. I love Hashem way too much. So to keep from being even temporarily disconnected, especially as we explained yesterday, that there's no such thing as temporary for the soul, any disconnection lasts forever, and it's very intense and in slow motion, forget it, not worth it, not worth it, I would die rather than have disconnection. So the is saying, so no, live, because you have the same disconnection every time you do anything. Yesterday we said, you can also use this force to motivate yourself to proactively, positively be the right. And especially in those areas that are burdensome to you. Because there are areas that are hard. Each person has their own hard in serving Hashem. I'm serving, but to that degree, to that intensity, to that precision, to that all-encompassing measure... It's hard for me. What do I do when it's hard for me? Pull on my natural love. As we gave yesterday, the examples in Torah, in davening, in charity. Pull. Because, as we say today, the basic tactic your Yitzhahara has, the basic tactic of the evil inclination is to cool you off, to make you cold. and You believe in God. And you're going to listen to what he says as much as you must minimally to get a path on your chart. Like, 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 let's not get so excited here. Let's not be so enthused. Let's not be so inspired. He's God, and I've got to listen. So what's the minimal I can, again, get away with it and still listen and be okay. That's the coldness. That's the same nature we spoke of earlier coming from the element of earth. We said we have fire, earth, wind, and water in our body soul, and in our animal soul. And we said the, the issue here is earth, depression, apathy, indifference, laziness, sadness. This, from the author's receptive and Tanya, is the worst and most endemic spiritual illness we all have to battle with. So right now, not in the most intense form, but in a very common form, this earth element is just making you like cold. Like, for example, with money, you want to give away everything. I mean, you're going to give security like, 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 if well, you have to, but that, not more than that. You really hard for your money. Why should you give away something you work so hard for? So how do you overcome this? So the thought you're supposed to think is, if I was going to die for Hashem because I needed to, I would. If my life was on the line, if they say, Deny your God or we'll kill you. I would joyfully die not to deny my God. And that's a very big sacrifice. But I never want to be separated from him so I would joyfully die to avoid a temporary separation. The Eva says, well, if you would give up your life to avoid a temporary separation, how much more so? Conchalcane. You should lovingly willingly push yourself to see him because now you're forming permanent connections. So again, logic is for a temporary disconnection, because it's temporary, because the second this transgression is over, I'm back connected. And for that temporary disconnection, I'll give up my life. I can't sever my relationship to God in any way, shape, or form. So for a temporary disconnection, you would suffer death well, how much more so should you want to create permanent connections? And obviously, these, it's much easier, like whatever the sacrifice is, in giving more charity or learning more or putting more or oh, 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 anything in our life, whatever, we have to be more careful and more careful in cautious, more careful in tini is more careful and tarsus, whatever we have to be more careful in, it's a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice, and it might feel like a big sacrifice, but it's not like the pain of death. It's not like the loss of death. So for permanent disconnection, you suffer death. And to create, sorry, for a temporary disconnection, you would suffer the pains of death lovingly, willingly, joyfully. And to create permanent connections, you wouldn't do something which is a much lower price, however difficult it is to be careful in the mitzvah. It's far less than death. So you wouldn't do that? Of course you would do that. So why aren't we doing it? Because we're not thinking of it like that. So therefore, the Rebbe wants to explain to us how awesome every mitzvah is. How with every mitzvah, you create permanent, amazing, intense, tenemius connections between you and the Ebership, between you and God. The focuses on the intensity of the bond and tomorrow on the permanency of the bond. So in terms of the intensity of the bond, The Rebbe explains that when you're doing a mitzvah, as we learned already in chapter 23, a mitzvah is a revelation of the inner will of Hashem. What we did not learn in 23 is that, and this inner will comes to you without any blockages or constrictions or concealments at all. Meaning, in chapter 23, we brought this down as a very special advantage of Torah. That when you learn Torah, you are so bound up with a source of constriction, with a source of symptom that constriction doesn't constrict for you. Not that we feel it, of course, if we felt that we would die in the process, but that's what's happening. Your soul is receiving godliness unfettered, without any barriers. Now the Rebbe is saying, the same thing happens with the mitzvah, which we didn't know before. When you do the mitzvah sincerely and focused and pushing yourself This inner will of Hashem is coming out with such tremendous revelation that there's no concealment at all. There's no separation. There's no barriers. Your neshama and her garments and Hashem's will are absolutely bound up. I'm going to say tomorrow that this binding connection between your neshama and Hashem's will in this inner way lasts forever. So the Rebbe's logic is, isn't it worth it? How do you motivate yourself to push and do mitzvahs? Pull on your love, realize how much you love Hashem, realize how much you want to be one with Him, and understand that mitzvahs are the key. That through pushing myself in mitzvahs, and it's hard. The Rebbe is specifically meaning when it's hard. That's what you have to push. In those areas where it's hard for you, each person in their area, Think of how much you love Hashem and how much you would give up to avoid those temporary disconnections and then rejoice in understanding how right now you can form permanent, deep, limitless connections with Hashem each time you push to do this mitzvah. That is the time of today. Any questions? Please unmute yourself. Star six. Okay? We should try to work on it. Tremendous, tremendous, powerful, practical Avaida.